another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Tika Reeves. And so today, I didn't even think I was going to be here to give her an episode this week. I was originally supposed to be uh, backpacking in the Great Smoky Mountains, and we've had so much rain. I actually pushed my trip for another couple of weeks. So because I'm here, I'm going to give you a quick little episode of the day. Today, we're going to just do a... um, a quick little hot topic episode, just going over a few things that I saw that I wanted to talk about. I haven't really had anything really going on besides getting ready for my trip and the child goes back to school tomorrow. Um, I think he's been looking at me left because we were basically making him, even though the first nine weeks in North Carolina, well, in my county here in North Carolina, uh, is virtual. Um, I personally do not want the kids to go back to school at all. Uh, if it was up to me, I would want the whole year to be virtual. Um, so I don't know what's going to come from everything once um, the, they get past nine weeks. I'm not sure if they revisit this or whatever. But uh, today they had like a little kind of open house so you can get a schedule and kind of give you a feel of how it's going to be. Um, apparently it's going to be a curriculum online. Um, and he, this is last year of school, so he doesn't even have, I think he has like three or four, well, he has four classes and it's not really even um, anything serious. So I personally wish that he didn't have to return to school and could just do virtual for the rest of the year. But, um, but we'll see. So he's over me right now because um, we're definitely making him get up like he's going to school, get dressed. And so he can be in the moment. Um Last year, when it went to online only in March, when they closed down the schools here, I think we were unprepared. I think, obviously, the school was unprepared. He didn't have a curriculum at all. It was really terrible. But I think also we didn't really um, know what to do either. So it was kind of like, you know, we were just kind of just you know, going through the motion of everything just like everybody else, you know, because you know, this had never happened before. And so we kind of was really light and, um, we kind of let him just basically he, it was crazy because basically they sent him like a packet of work every week. And then by the end of the week that he had to turn it in. And then they basically told him, Oh yeah. And like none of this counts. And I think once you tell a kid, any kid, it don't matter. It don't matter that something doesn't count. Then I think their, you know, their levels of how much they care is going to go down. And so, in general, I don't really think he gave two fucks about it, to be completely honest. And um, and even he said, like, when he was on an episode with me, that he didn't feel like he learned anything. So I'm just hoping that um, right now, so far, they said that it's going to be curriculum, that it's going to be, you know, um, you know, obviously they get grades this year. So I don't know. We'll see. So that's, you know, basically the main thing is going into this next week is just kind of like getting him acclimated and, you know, doing the parenting thing, uh, you know, going into this virtual school. So, um, for all the kids going back, you know, I wish that, and I hope that all the kids are safe. If you have to go back into the building, um, it's been crazy because I've been seeing a lot of schools, uh, the ones in Georgia, they all went back. Um, and that photo that went viral, uh, and it was showing the, um, kids in the, in the hallway, and it maybe maybe two or three kids had on a mask and nobody else did. So it's pretty scary. It's pretty weird. And it's, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't get why people don't wear masks. I'm still confused by that. I don't know. So that's all I really had. That's pretty much my recap of what I have going on. Um, so let's just go into Motivational Monday. 
So for Motivational Monday, I wanted to do just a journal entry um, or something for you to ponder. The last couple of times I've had people on um, co-hosting with me, I've asked them what's their self-care routine. Um, self-care is something that I that I totally believe is very, very important. Um, for me, I think this summer, my self-care has been uh, working out, like doing my running and uh, things like that. My self-care is, you know, doing this podcast every weekend. Uh, that's very much a, a big part of my self-care, which is basically me doing something for myself and something that I enjoy doing. And also uh, reading. Um, this year, like I, I told you guys, I set a reading goal. And so um, I'm pretty much at the reading goal at this point. But it's been pretty cool to just read so many different genres and so many different books. And I just finished reading a couple of weeks ago, like a amazing book. I, I might have talked about it. I'm not really sure, but it was called The Book of Longings by Subman Kidd. And it was just probably in, in my top five books I've read, like, you know, um, my of all time, I think. And so uh, that was pretty cool. And it's been pretty nice just reading uh, different genres, times that I feel down, like using, um, you know, like using books as forms of escapism to, you know, fall into this, this, uh, story and be immersed in it. So it's been pretty cool. And that's really been a huge part of my self-care this whole entire time that we've pretty much been in the house. Um, and just try not to go, try not to, you know, go too crazy. So make sure that you're figuring out what your self-care, uh, routine is as well. So for, uh, black excellence this week, I meant to highlight this black owned business, um, a couple weeks ago when I, when I found out about it. Uh, so it's the name of the company is Alexandra Winbush. And, uh, when you go to, and I think you, you can just Google that and, um, it'll take you to our website. So when you go to the website, she sells, um, she says sells, sells candles, tea, tea sets. Um, what I thought was pretty cool was that she sells candles and I think that when you order the candle, you get a playlist to play while you're burning the candle. So, I mean, I guess it's like kind of like setting a tone, um, that goes with the vibe of the candle. Uh, I actually put myself, I tried to go and order, um, a candle set. I think it was, um, window seat. Uh, it was sold out and, I put myself on the, um, the list. So it lets you know when they restock, but I'm going to put this in the notes as well, but I just wanted to highlight this for black excellence because I thought this, this was dope as fuck when I saw this. And so, um, I'm definitely going to order me a candle and get a playlist and get me a set, um, to vibe out to. So that thought that was pretty cool. Um, I'm going to put that in the notes so you guys know where to find it. And I'll probably put the, uh, email address too. So let's just go into some hot topics. I don't have much today. Uh, I did want to say that, um, let me see. I think I have it pulled up somewhere. So I don't know if I talked about it before, but Tinehisi quotes um, his book, The Between the World and Me. Uh, that one got picked up by HBO. And so they announced this week some of the people that's going to be um, that's going to be in the movie. Uh, and it's going to be Courtney B. Vance, Angela Bassett, Oprah Winfrey, Felicia Rashad, Pauletta Washington. Um, those are just to name a few. 
so it's, uh, I actually can't wait to, um, to see like how they, uh, do all this. I think it's going to premiere in the fall on HBO. So I'm really excited to see that. He's actually one of my, um, favorite authors and just speakers in general. Um, I, I beginning this year, I, I read, um, the water dancer that was probably just at, when I finished reading water dancer, I literally just sat and just cried and not because it was just like sad or anything like that. It is just, that's how much it just moved my, um, moved my spirit. So I'm really excited about that. So I wanted to highlight that and, and make that part of the hot topics as well. So let's just go into some, some, some stuff. All right. So this week, and I'm, I hopefully I say these people names, right? Uh, Sila, uh, Marley, who's the daughter of Lauren Hill and Rohan. Um, she went on IG and she basically was talking about how, um, she has so much childhood trauma and I'm paraphrasing cause I'm not going to go back and, um, you know, go through the whole article, but she basically was just saying that Lauren Hill, uh, gave her, you know, spankings or whatever. I think times that when she was exasperated with the dad, um, the kids kind of got caught up in the, the middle of like, you know, the marital issues and things like that. And so, um, Rohan spent a lot of time, her father spent a lot of time being like an absentee father and how like now, like she's really trying to get healing from, you know, her childhood. I will say this, like, which I've always wondered, um, obviously, you know, uh, with the child, um, we don't, you know, beat him or give him spankings and things like that. I mean, he's, you know, about to be 18 at this point. I feel like if we were to give him a spanking, we would basically be boxing him at this point. But even when he was younger, like he didn't really get like spankings. Um, and are people still spanking their kids? And what level is, you know, what level spanking are you doing? Because, um, my parents, you know, they did give us whoopings, right? And um, I think that's actually if, you know, if I, you know, was a parent to, you know, a little kid, um, you know, from inception, like I wonder, which I've talked about this in therapy, like would I, how would I discipline my kid? And um, I don't think that um, at this point that I would be, that I would whoop my kids, like as far as like, you know, thrashing them. Um, even though like, I feel like my mom will probably act like this didn't happen in general, but I mean, we, we definitely got whoopings, but I think sometimes, um, I think some things were extreme, um, in general. And, but honestly, we, I don't, I don't personally think we were the only ones in, in that day and age that got like, you know, extreme whoopings or something like that. And so, um, so when she came back, because everybody started criticizing like Lauren Hill saying like, oh, you know, you were not abusing, but just saying like, you know, speaking on what she said, she came back and was like, oh, you know, it wasn't necessarily like that. Like we all got spankings and things like that. I just wonder, I guess, like in this day and age, like, do like you hear people say, and a lot of times I hear parents say like, you want your kids to fear you. And I feel like you want your kids to fear you, fear you to a certain extent. But I think that I think more than anything, I want my kids to respect me and not necessarily fear me because I want them to be, to feel comfortable enough to where they want to have conversation with me and feel comfortable enough to where they want to ask me questions. I, you know, and that's what I always tell the child. Like when we're talking, um, I'm always like, it's not about you having a difference of opinions, right? 
but it's all about how you speak to us in the conversation and like your respect level, because I, I don't want to personally, I don't want to just beat you and make you, you know, do whatever. Um, I don't believe in that type of parenting, even though like that was kind of like how my parents parent us where they were very much a dictator and you just did what you were told. And if you didn't do, then there was consequence to that. Um, I still believe in giving consequences, but I don't know if we still live in a world where we should be just straight up beating our children without giving an explanation as to why. If you do, if you do give your kids a spanking, like I think you should explain why they're getting this and things like that. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm making sense, but I just wonder, are we still out here just spanking our kids? Y'all gonna need to let me know. Uh, y'all peeing on that. Let me know if we're still spanking our kids. So I did think that personally, everybody has their own experiences as kids. And then it also inside of, um, adults bullshit. You know, I always tell people that when you have a kid, your kid is a clean slate and all the shit that you do from adult level, you know, get sprinkled into the kids. And unfortunately when it comes to divorce and, uh, you know, things like that, like kids are always the ones that get swept into the midst of it. Sometimes you can have a situation where you can split up and then things can be amicable and kids won't get involved. But for the most part, usually, um, it's always the adults that, you know, makes kids the casualties, unfortunately. And it's not always necessarily on purpose. It's just how shit just kind of is, unfortunately. So, um, so she spoke on that. Um, and that, and that was uh, a couple of days ago, but she basically was just saying that she's just trying to heal from her childhood trauma. And I just think that a lot of us have childhood trauma that you have to take the time to, uh, work through, and also if you have parents that's willing to hear you and kind of speak towards some of the things that you experience, I think that helps with, um, you know, healing your trauma. Um, the positive that I took from the whole thing was that, you know, um, it's good to, to heal because you don't want to do the same things that your parents did to you that you didn't like, and you don't want to, you know, pass on that generational, um, hurts and curses to your kids. So Somebody has to be the one to, um, you know, want to stop those, those hurts. All right. So my next uh, hot topic is on CeeLo comments. I'm not sure if you guys saw that or not, but basically he came out and he made comments about like, you know, he was basically talking about Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj and how he feels like that. Um, they do a lot of stuff for attention and he talked about like the adult content and the songs and things like that. Um, I found this to be really weird in general. Uh, I also posed the question of, do we, are, do y'all separate, uh, the artist from the person? Because I'm actually one of those people that cannot do that. And, uh, it's unfortunate because there's so many people that I actually really like their music that I can't even support them because, I think that they, um, are stupid. CeeLo is one of those people actually, because, um, I think it's weird when you have someone that he, he came back and apologized, but I mean, because he was raped over the coals online because CeeLo is a rapist. He, you know, got in trouble for drugging a woman and um, raping her. 
uh, will basically have an unconsensual sex, which is rape. He's also a woman beater. And so it's weird when you have somebody that's, that's offended by a woman talking about her sexuality. And I really don't think that WAP, um, we talked about that last week, Elena and I, I don't really think it's that nasty in comparison to some of the shit that was out when we were young. We've had some nasty songs out there that, yeah. And even when in comparison to, you know, some of these male rappers and some of the songs they have, like it's, it's some pretty risque things. And like I, like I say, like, I, I don't think that Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj are trying to be children's role models. I think that when they make this music, they make this music, um, you know, for adults. And so when people get offended by things or saying that things are, uh, you know, inappropriate and things like that, I just wonder who is it inappropriate for? Because for me, like I'm an adult. So, um, I think the the song is fine. I I also not going to lie to you though. Like I do look at people left when I see like their kids that's like eight, nine, 10 listening to this music. Cause it's not for them. It's just like, it's just like when you have like mature rated video games and things like that. Like, well, if you let your kid that's eight play these games, that's 18 and up or 21 and up, like, you know, for, um, as far as the content, um, I think that you're doing your kid a disservice. So I think that if your kid is young and you are letting them listen to this music, um, then that's your fault, you know, as a parent. And that's just my opinion. Um, I don't really think that they're making this music for kids and they, and they, and they said that. So, um, I find it weird that CeeLo made those comments. I don't really find it surprising because I think, um, when it comes to the standard of what a male is allowed to do, opposed to what a woman is allowed to do, it's always going to be these vast differences or opinions in regards to what a woman should be doing. When I think that, uh, I think that males need to hold themselves accountable as well because I mean, CeeLo, you know, yeah. I don't know, but, um, he did come back and apologize for, um, some of the statements that he said in regards to them, but it was, it was stupid and it didn't, it didn't make sense to me at all. Um, it was just ridiculous. Um, and so my last thing that I had was the big news this week was that Joe Biden, um, finally announced his running mate, which is, uh, Kamala Harris. I know that a lot of people for whatever reason, um, have their opinions about Kamala Harris, but personally for me, um, I liked her from the beginning. Um, so I, I already knew that he was going to choose her. I said that to one of my friends like months and months and months ago. Uh, so I'm actually really excited about it. Um, I, you know, that's who I'm voting for, but, uh, also in general, Um, it doesn't like, I always say this, like, I'm not one of those people that, um, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do or what not to do, or, or you not to have your opinion of who you have, but this voting year is very important. We all need to make sure that we go out and vote. I literally have been sitting here this week, um, watching people, you know, picking up the fucking mailboxes with the USPS, which can, you know, deeply, you know, interrupt the mail-in ballot process. I think we all need to pay the fuck attention because that's some pretty scary shit. Cause I, I'm like confused on, on why, what, like, I'm not confused. So I shouldn't say I'm, I'm confused cause I'm not confused because we know Trump is about to, he's about to start cheating right now. This is what's happening right now. 
the fact that he's attacking the USPS. So, um, but it's just, I think this is just crazy. Right. And I tried the other day to watch, um, his press conference, um, on the, uh, coronavirus or in general I don't even know what the fuck he was talking about but I think it's beyond me that he literally sat up there I couldn't even I couldn't even watch it I watched it I think five minutes to maybe 10 minutes if that and in those in those few minutes that I watched he sat and said that the coronavirus is a Chinese virus um and I just I literally was sitting here thinking I text my friend I'm like I fucking hate it here because this is just I could not believe that he's still saying this shit because I haven't I haven't watching these press conferences because that's how draining, like mentally draining that I get watching this dude. Like, I'm like, please go out and vote. He also went into just talking about how he wants these kids to play sports, you know, in the colleges. Um, I'm a big sports fan. I talk about it all the time on here, but I don't want these kids out here um, in unsafe environments you have no safety procedures or anything for these kids and I don't think it's worth their lives to entertain us it's not worth that so he's out here talking about how they should be playing sports and also that none of these kids in college should be kneeling uh for anything you know during the anthem and it's just another form of spreading hatred because, you know, my dad was a veteran. Like I, I never have taken the kneeling and things like that as um, anything to be offensive when they clearly, you know, when Kaepernick started this, he clearly said that this was for just a silent protest against social injustices. And the thing is, is that um, it's something that's real. You know, you, every, I feel like every year, the last couple of years we've had, you know, not even the last couple of years, every year for a long time at this point, like we've had where someone's getting killed, you know, by the cops or some, or something's happening over here or something's happening over here. And then you have just this, you know, um, this unrest of just, um, and honestly a constant fear of, you know, that could have been me. That could have been my kid. That could have been, you know, whoever. And so um, I think athletes using the platform to, you know, say, you know, like how you see the WBA with the Say Her Name campaign. You see the Black Lives Matter on the courts and things like that. And you see the kneeling out, out of respect, you know, for the people that's lost their lives and things like that. No one is coming against, you know, uh, um, America, you know, I, I've never felt that way. And I think it's just another way for him to play into the people who are just like, you know, respect the flag, respect the flag and all that stuff when no one is saying that they don't respect the flag. It's just, it's just another way of spreading hatred. Like even when I was watching that press conference, like I literally had turned off and I was like, I fucking hate it here because it literally was just ridiculous. Like if you don't, if you don't understand what's going on and you don't understand why black people are tired of being fucked with and being just killed and slaughtered in the fucking street. If you really don't understand that, like I I don't understand how to make anything more fucking clearer. You know what I'm saying? Like with me having a black child and when he leaves, I'm nervous. You know, we have to have conversations about things like this more than my white kind of powers have to have with their kids. 
If you really don't fucking understand that and you still talking about, you know, people are going against America and the flag and all that, it's absolutely crazy. Like, I don't get what you don't get. You know what I'm saying? And so when you see him up there and doing those things, it's just a matter of, you know, causing dissension and spreading hatred. And so for me, like, you know, I wanted to spend this little bit of time just to sit and say, please go out and vote. Please vote. And please don't let people create these narratives on social media about why they don't like a person and all this stuff and how they're not going to vote. Everybody should vote. Please vote. And if you're not registered to vote, you still have time. But you need to pay attention to what's going on right now. Because you have somebody that's unhinged that's in the office that needs to be out. Period. You know, and we need a level of normalcy. And I do personally believe that if Joe Biden won... As reckless as his mouth is sometimes, I do I do believe that he would listen to his advisors. I do believe that he would kind of steer the steer the ship back. I do truly believe that. Okay. So that's that's my opinion. But um I was excited to see Kamala Harris, you know, um now the running mate of Joe Biden. And uh so I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. But we all need to make sure that we vote. Okay. And, you know, just pay attention to what's going on. And even for the younger generation that's, you know, just coming into where they can vote. If you're old enough to vote, you need to vote, you know, um, and it's something just to take serious. All right. So that's pretty much all I had this week. It hasn't really been a lot going on. Um, uh, next week, I'm going to have a co-host. Uh, that's going to be a pretty cool episode that I'm actually looking forward to. Um, so I'm going to have a pretty dope sister on, and, uh, I think that's all I have for you today. Um, make sure that you go out, follow, like, subscribe, uh, follow my social medias on Twitter is IJMT podcast. And I'm on there usually a lot. And then on Instagram is at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. So make sure that you uh, go out and follow me, leave feedback if you like um, on all the social platforms. You can find me everywhere at this point. And like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.